Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. We're going to continue and jump into Acts chapter 11, verse 1. And I don't know about you, but have you ever been in trouble for something? Maybe your parents got you in trouble and they called you into the living room to sit down and explain your actions. Or maybe your boss, you got in trouble with your boss and you had to come into the boardroom and you had to sit down and explain your actions. Well, that's what's about to happen to Peter. Let's pick up in Acts chapter 11, verse 1. Soon the news reached the apostles and the other believers in Judea and that the Gentiles had received the word of God. But when Peter arrived back in Jerusalem, the Jewish believers criticized him. You entered the home of Gentiles and even ate with them, they said. So remember, who are these people we're talking about? They are Jewish Christians, okay? They were Jews, they heard the message of Jesus, and now they are Christians. So when you think about that, what should be their moral compass? It should be Christ. What was part of their moral compass? Judaism. And you may have grown up in a home that read the Bible every day. You went to a Bible-believing church that was evangelistic, that really focused on the fact that the Spirit could move in you and that the Word of God was inherent and that everything in there was true. And you learned these things and you have that worldview. Well, everything you do has that worldview. But maybe you didn't. Maybe you grew up in a home that is completely opposite of that. Maybe it's an atheistic home that believes there is no God, and yet you've converted to Christianity or you've given your life to Jesus, and in the process, you still have the baggage of your worldview. You still look through the lens of your past. And that could be a great thing or it could be a really hard thing. And in the case of these people, it was creating tension because they'd been told all their life that the Jews were the chosen people, that they were not to associate with the Gentiles, that they had all these marks on them and these perfect things about them. They had the law and they had uh, the ark and they had all of these things that would make them the chosen people. And they brought that into their thoughts about Jesus. Let's continue. Peter's about to give his defense and help them understand what happened. Verse 4, Then Peter told them exactly what happened. I was in the town of Joppa, he said, and while I was praying, I went into a trance and saw a vision. Something like a large sheet was let down by its four corners from the sky, and it came right down to me. When I looked inside the sheet, I saw all sorts of tame and wild animals, reptiles and birds, and I heard a voice say, Get up, Peter, kill and eat them. Verse 8, No, Lord, he replied, I've never eaten anything that our Jewish laws have declared impure or unclean. But the voice from heaven spoke again, Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. This happened three times before the sheet and all it contained was pulled back up into heaven. Just then, three men who had arrived, uh, who had been sent from Caesarea, arrived at the house where we were staying. The Holy Spirit told me to go with them and not to worry that they were Gentiles. These six brothers here accompanied me, and we soon entered the home of a man who had sent for us. I want to pause. He's giving a testimony, and what does he bring with him? He brings six brothers who were there. The testimony of one is powerful, but the testimony of many is even more powerful. And so if you experience something and you're worried about sharing it, why not gather the people who experienced it with you and share together? We are not meant to live alone. We're meant to live in community. And so as you're experiencing the gospel and as you're experiencing the good news and you're experiencing the Holy Spirit, why not share that with the people you're around and everybody share their experiences so that all that testimony can be multiplied? Verse 13. This uh, Cornelius told us how an angel had appeared to him 
in his home and he had told and had told him send messengers to Joppa and summon a man named Simon Peter he will tell you how you and everyone in your household can be saved as I began to speak Peter continued the Holy Spirit fell on them just as it fell on us at the beginning then I thought of the Lord's words when he said John baptized with water but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit and since God gave the Gentiles the same gift he gave us when he believed in the Lord Jesus Christ who was I to stand in the way of God when the others heard this they stopped objecting and began praising God they said we can't we can see that God has also given the Gentiles the privilege of repenting of their sins and receiving eternal life. And how awesome is it that these Jewish Christians challenged Peter with something that they thought was wrong. They heard the testimony, they were open to the Holy Spirit, and their hearts were transformed. And they got on board with Gentiles receiving the Holy Spirit. They got on board with the fact that the gospel was for everybody. They didn't remember the words of, you know, of Peter and John when they stood before the Sanhedrin. Who are we to fight against God, right? We're going to go and obey what God wants us to do. And it's so cool to see these guys have the right heart and say, yeah, man, we're with you. And so let's let's finish up and let's pray there. God, you are such a good God. I pray that we would be surrounded with a cloud of people, with a group of men and women, with a, a, a group of believers who can stand by our sides and testify to the things that God's done in all of our lives. God, and I pray that when we encounter things that seem against your will, God, that we would challenge them like these Judean Christians did, but we would be open to hear your spirit moving. We'd be open to, to reflect on what the word says. We'd be open to hearing you speak. God, we love you and we thank you that the gospel is for everybody. We praise this in Jesus' name. Amen.